Welcome to the State Bar of Texas podcast, your monthly source for conversations and curated content to improve your law practice with your host, Rocky Deer. Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the State Bar of Texas podcast recorded from the annual meeting in Austin, Texas. This is Rocky Deer and I'm the host for today's show, which is being sponsored by LawPay. Trusted by more than 35,000 law firms to accept legal payments online, it's the only payment solution offered as a member benefit by the State Bar of Texas. Joining me now, I have some of my favorite people that I get to hang out with at the (laughs) annual meeting every year. It's the State Bar of Texas staff. They're the ones that make this place run. They keep everything on time. Everything, Everybody knows where they're supposed to go. They are just phenomenal. They're amongst my favorite people, and I've got four of them here with me. And we're going to talk about something very important. We're going to talk about... Austin, because this year's annual meeting is in Austin. We're going to talk about food in Austin. So that way, next time you find yourself in this lovely, lovely, wonderful Texas city, you'll know where to go. So let's first start out by meeting our State Bar of Texas staffers. So let's start over here. Hi, I'm Amy Starnes. I'm the Public Information Director for the Bar. I am Hannah Allison. I'm the Pro Bono Programs Administrator for the Bar. I'm Jennifer Dunham. I work on the Texas Bar Sealy website doing webcasts. I'm Eric Utugo. I am the assistant editor for the Texas Bar Journal. Now, I would imagine that these guys have their preferences and they definitely will have their, their very, very strong opinions on where to eat. Before we start, I do want to make it very clear that we are asking them for their individual opinions on where to eat. Their views are their own. They do not reflect the views of the State Bar of Texas. That should be obvious, but mm. it has to be said because we're the State Bar and we got a bunch of lawyers. Now, let's start with you, Amy. Mm-hmm. All right. First of all, what's your favorite type of cuisine, and, and where do you like to steer people when they come to Austin? Oh, I, have, I like all kinds of food, um, at, but one of the ones that I really wanted to talk about is a restaurant called Olame, and it does kind of elevated southern cuisine here in Austin, and actually their chef was nominated for a James Beard Award this year. Really? Um, okay. And it's fantastic, uh, they, and what you need to ask for if you ever go there, by the way, you should know this is an upscale place. So you save this for a special dinner. This is this is a little bit pricey. So you're telling me they may not let me in. It's, it's a nice place, Rocky. Well, They've never let me in. Yeah. I only went there on my birthday as a special birthday dinner. So, um, But you need to ask for the biscuits. It's not on the menu. It's a really? secret. The biscuits. biscuits are not on the menu. Oh, this, yeah. this is insider info. All yes. Right. And I really love Olamay. And, and you guys all live in Austin. So you guys would mm-hmm. know these things. So did you just find this out on the... Like by talking to people or how did you figure out about the biscuits? Yeah, just um, talking to people and, and word of mouth and uh, and picking kind of different places to go. And But one of the other things I wanted to talk about, yes. too, is something that might be interesting to you. In Austin, we have a chocolate confectioner. It's Maggie Louise Confections, and it's becoming a little bit more popular. People are beginning to learn about this. And Maggie Louise Maggie Confections Louise. is run by a Harvard-trained lawyer who decided to train at Le Cordon Bleu. Wow. And now opened up a chocolatier chocolate uh, company at East on East 6th Street and makes specialized confections. So, like, what kinds of what kinds of chocolate confections do you get there? Oh, well, I, I haven't been there very much, but there are all kinds of little dainty chocolate pieces. They have they're famous for like their lipstick and beautiful chocolate confections. Lipstick? Well, confections that you might give as a present to someone else. Wow, 
Hmm. Eric, I'm getting you some chocolate lipstick next time. <laughs> next Thank time you. I come down here. Yes. Yes. Mm. Finally. Yeah, it's, it's, it, he's been waiting. He's been waiting for the chocolate lipstick. The only reason I come to annual. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Hannah, how about you? What are your What are your favorite places in this wonderful town? So being born and raised here, I've definitely seen it Born change. and raised. Born You're the unicorn. Raised. I'm a unicorn. Wow. Yes. Austin unicorn. Gotta love it. They call me a chupacabra, so I don't know what that means, but go ahead. <laughs> Um, so living here um, my whole most of my life, um, I uh, have seen it change a lot. We've had a lot of money come into this city, and so it's changed the um, restaurant industry quite a bit. Some of the mom and pop places have had to move out, but we've gotten some really good chefs move in here. It's definitely becoming one of the bigger scenes. Kind of a bittersweet scenes. thing. You've it got, is. Okay. It is. All right. Yep. Sure. Sure. So, so what are the places, what are your go-to places? So I really love the peach family. We have the peach tortilla up on Burnett Road. It's fantastic. It's Asian comfort fusion food. Okay, um, what's that like? That, that, it's that's great. Mouthful. They have a lot of spicier dishes. Okay. Um, I wanted to include it because they don't have a lot of meat dishes. They have a lot of veggie forward dishes, what I th- which I think is really important. Are you vegetarian? I am not. Okay. I just well, I really so this love is... great vegetarian food. Okay, I am vegetarian, so yes. I'm, I'm, well, no Pun intended, I'm eating this up. So, so the one on okay. Burnett is peach tortilla. Peach it's tortilla. It's also in the airport, so anybody can get it in and out okay. of AVIA. Okay. So I like to stop in on my way home and grab their cauliflower bowl on my way to my car wow. because it's the best thing. Oh, that is cool. Yeah. That is cool. They have really good Brussels sprouts also there. And then they have a sister um, location that they opened last year. It's called Bar Peached, and it's closer to downtown. It's on West 6th Street. And they have really amazing happy hour um, dishes. They have a really good fried fish dish that you can share with someone. And then their prize thing is they have Korean bingsu. It's a milky ice dish for dessert. They have different versions of it. I like the birthday cake one. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. And it's in this old little house. It's just beautiful. Wow. I've been coming to Austin on and off for years. I've never heard of some of these places. This is fascinating. Okay, Jennifer, yes. your turn. I, I know you've got some, some treats up your sleeve. Oh, and I got some opinions, um, which is why we're avoiding barbecue. Just yeah. everybody. I, I know say, everybody's I've been noticing be the trend. That. There is no barbecue. We do not. In Texas, polite people do not discuss politics, religion, or barbecue. There's just too many opinions out <laughs> can there. You, can you discuss Tex-Mex <laughs> with others? Is Probably. That- that's a touchy subject. You really have to, you know, check the room. Check the room before you really bring up Tex-Mex, especially, you know. You got, you got to know your audience. Exactly. Okay, that's but barbecue it. So is verboten. We are not speaking about barbecue today. Okay, it will be off the table, that's so fair to enough. speak. Fair enough. Um, my big choice is Sandy's Hamburgers because we're, she was talking about the new money coming in and the old restaurants going away. Sandy's has been here since the 40s. Oh, wow. It's the original building. It's the original sign. I don't think they've cleaned the grill since the 40s. But that's well, what good gives, to know. That's, yeah. that's what <laughs> makes the burgers taste so good. It's a flat grill, old-fashioned, greasy hamburger on a squishy bun, limited condiments, no weird stuff. Walk up to the window, place your order, sit outside, fight off a pigeon or two once they get a look at your French fries. If you ignore them, they will go away. If you feed the pigeons, it's your open season on you. Don't feed the pigeons. Just ignore them. You look really, really serious when you say this. Like I'm, as, uh, as, as if do, Capital D-O-N-T, underline twice, don't. Feed don't the feed the pigeons. pigeons. Just okay. leave them be. Um, and then cop uh, it off with custard because you can afford it. Because Sandy's, you get burger, fries, and a drink for $5.89. Now, I don't suppose, from what you're describing, I don't suppose this place is veggie friendly. 
you could pick the tomatoes and lettuce off your burger and eat that. But okay. I think other than okay. that, you're kind of out of luck. I need to bring my own quinoa patty then. Is yeah, what you're saying. and okay. don't eat don't eat the pigeons either. They're not vegetarian either. Well, so. the pigeons are. Pro- I don't know if the pigeons eat meat, so they're probably vegetarian. They might be, but yeah. I would say don't eat them either. That's a new definition for vegetarian food. How about <laughs> exactly. that? Exactly. Coming from a vegetarian. <laughs> Coming from a vegetarian. You only hear that here on this podcast, right? This is, exactly. It's, th- these are the the nuggets. No pun intended. <laughs> The we are just, how many food puns do you think we can squeeze in? <laughs> we're, we're gonna... This is great. Um, now, on the other side of that spectrum is the Quesos Tacos, which has only been open since 2014. I've uh, heard of this place, though. It's, yes. And it's spelled funny. It's K-E-S-O-S. It's queso spelled a little bit differently. These guys must not like Google very much. They don't want people to find them. I think, you know, they, they lost the Q and the U from their Scrabble game, so they're, <laughs> they're out of luck. They had to go with the K sound. But um, they do the best breakfast tacos in Austin, per my opinion. So I may be starting some controversies Ooh. here, but oh, yeah. I was going to say, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, but they have some really interesting, they have the triple oinker, the Mr. Toro. Um, they do a flight of queso for anybody who's a gourmand. You wow. can get your flight of queso. They do a queso of the month, but the piece de resistance is the churro bites. Little tiny churros with a homemade chocolate sauce with whipped cream with a cherry on it. Now, here, here's a question that mm-hmm. has popped up at the annual meeting, and I've not I've been pontificating, although it is coming from a place of absolute ignorance, okay? Because I'm a lawyer and, hey, we'll we'll pontificate on something we don't know about. That's okay. (laughs) So breakfast tacos versus breakfast burritos. Oh, tacos. Breakfast tacos. But what's the difference? One's a taco and one's a burrito. Well, okay, <laughs> you've got a soft taco with the flour tortilla, and then the other burrito's one is a lot more tortilla. Yeah, yeah. I, burritos are big, and they a breakfast taco is going to be just a few ingredients. They don't really wrap it; they just kind of squish it in foil. Okay. But a burrito is going to have that nice little roll to it with the ends tucked in really nicely, real full. Probably got some guacamole in it. Okay, so I, I'm, I'm an accidental genius because that's what I was telling people about the tortillas and the thickness of the flour. That's so, okay. more of a California thing. Yeah, okay. we, don't, we don't go we for don't burritos around here. We don't talk about that here, here no. in no. Texas. No, there's a Lone Star State no. for Lone a reason. Lone Star State, we that's stick right. with the taco. That's, that's right. right. We eat alone. Yeah. <laughs> now, Eric, Eric, what are, your, what are your go-to places? I just want to start off by talking about my top three favorite places to get barbecue. Um, oh! <laughs> he's throwing down. There's a reason you went last. Oh, my goodness. No, wow. I won't do that. Um... I'll go with what I'm thinking about now, and I've been thinking about it since I woke up. Uh, Mrs. Johnson's, the classiest, best donut place in all of the world. Is that where you're going after after work today, after the, at the meeting winds At some point in the night, I will be at Mrs. Johnson's. That is a, that is a promise. Um, you can get glazed donuts there, which is what I go for, really simple. Or you can get like a raspberry-filled one if you're feeling crazy. I don't usually go to like the places where you can get like fried like Oreos onto a donut and like bacon, all kinds of stuff that doesn't belong on a donut. But he is just he's stoking all kinds of controversy. <laughs> I, well, you, you have ruined your chances for, for public office ever. Look, you're never going to get elected. Keep it classy. Glazed donut. <laughs> they strike the perfect balance between fluffiness and, and sugariness without being too sugary and too cakey. And you can have one donut and you're not going to feel like you're going to just topple over. And just you're out for the evening. And they're 80 cents a pop. And the sweetest older couple, they run the place and they're super duper nice. And if you're nice to them, they won't give you extra donut holes. You'll order like one donut and you end up with like another donut and then also a bag full of donut holes. Is that why you're nice to them for the donut holes? 
I'm nice in general. Well, uh, I mean, you're stoking controversy here on the podcast, and you're talking about barbecue, <laughs> but then you're talking about being nice and getting donut holes. I this didn't is... want to talk about barbecue, but we can do that. Oh, no, no, is... no, no, we can't. You're out for a fight. Eric. I was going to, I was going to counter Eric's uh, donut place with. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Do we need to? Do we need to start a poker game here? <laughs> um, Gordo's Public House. Just to mention it briefly, um, they have an airstream and they have a they have a location, an actual a physical building. And at the Airstream, they do a lot of kind of uh, normal, well, basic donuts, but well, nothing's basic about Gordo's, if I could say that. They're more dessert-type <laughs> oh breakfast my. donuts. These but are the, decadent donuts. Right. Okay. It, for example, the Fat Elvis, which is grilled bananas, bacon, mm. peanut butter, and honey. This is all on a wow. donut. It's it's the you complete have a opposite of mm. Eric's wow. uh, donut place. They are they're extravagant. And at the public house, they actually do donut burgers, donut sandwiches, and donut entrees. So and the salads also have donuts. <laughs> Yes, oh. it's donut, donut salad over the top. There's Gordo's a, Public that's House. The bread yeah. for the salad. Really? Yes. How does it? Has anybody tried this? Is it? Yeah, is it recommended? It's more savory. It's a savory donut. Okay, mm. so it's not a. It's not the sweet glaze. So we're talking about bread. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> savory donut. But that would be a bread. Donut. <laughs> But back to Eric's other other look. I just had to jump in with my uh, my oh, donut yeah, uh, option. Mic drop. Round Rock Donuts. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Okay, uh, okay. It's, never it's mind. Good. Okay. It's, it's good. good. Also, about, uh, it's an institution. At Gordo's, I do like the cherry uh, cherry bombs. Which is like the donut holes, and it's like a cherry glaze. But mm. that's like a once a year thing for me. Then we said there's like enough donut there's holes. enough calories in a Gordo's donut to like sustain you for like a week. It's yeah. yeah. It's pretty intense. Well, now what about food trucks? Because Austin is big Ooh. on food trucks. Are you guys food truck connoisseurs? I have a Puerto Rican truck I go to on Cesar Chavez in Pleasant Valley. It's called El Coqui, and I go get just like regular, just like street fair. Like I get um, pastelillos, which is just the Puerto Rican version of empanadas. And it's just deep fried, um, tor well, you could use tortilla, but just deep fried flour and like a disc. And um, you put just like regular ground beef. Whenever I make it, I put like um, olives, I put uh, sofrito, but they keep it kind of simple. It's really hearty, really filling, super not healthy, but <laughs> tastes amazing. And you also can get like a stack of uh, platanos, or you just get like a platanos and uh, just like kind of chop it up. Tostones is what they call it in Puerto Rico. And then if you talk to Panamians, they're called patacones, but you can get them for like, I think under a buck. I'm and learning so much. <laughs> I know, and I just learned that Eric cooks. So I think my favorite place to eat now is going to be at Eric's it's house. It's going to be Eric's house. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's a logistical question. Let's say, let's say you want to have, you want to go to a food truck and you want to get Puerto Rican food. What was the name of this place again? El Coqui. El Coqui. So you want to get that, but then you also want a Gordo's donut. So do you first go to the food truck, eat, and then drive to Gordo's to get the donut? Or do you take out from both places so that that way you can eat them both together in one sitting? Two I, words. I don't think Gordo's is very good. <gasps> well, if you bring it, if you bring it away, oh, oh, oh. you have to eat it on site. Gordo's fresh is delicious, but it's hot and it needs to be yes. hot because oh, then donuts. it gets okay. all like See, sticky and the glaze crackles, and that's not pretty. Right? I'm going to be controversial. I'm going to say Uber Eats because I eat at a lot of food trucks at my office. Shea Cube is my favorite dining place. Because at lunch, I get on Uber Eats and I look around to see what, Shea Cube, it's my favorite restaurant. I get on Uber Eats and I look for what's new, what's hot, 
what's going on in town, what sure. can get there quicker. And then I have the food brought to me so I don't stand out in the heat in a food tr- in front of a food truck. I let the food come to me and I eat at my desk. And then you can have it all at one time. I can order as much as I want from wherever and they just bring it and right just, to me. It just brings it over. Exactly. It's so the best. I, I guess that's the great thing about technology, right, these days. <laughs> I, I got to give I got to give a little shout out to, to my brother. He owns a food truck here in Austin. It's a vegetarian vegan food truck called Conscious Cravings. I've Anybody? eaten there. Oh, I've had there? that. Yes. You like it? Is Love it, it. Okay, so that's actually a family recipe. That that, that was that was a family recipe, and he's he's turned that into a food truck. So we're gonna eat at your house because you've got the recipes. <laughs> I don't know how to cook it. I'm. I'm do Eric? I look like Eric? <laughs> I was like, Eric, oh, can you get Rocky's you, family just recipes? Just we're both guys. You think first? we look the same? I mean, come on. I was just saying you both mentioned recipes, and like men who cook are like a hot commodity. Yeah, I mean, look at me. I'm not a hot commodity. Oh, you, you can but, be the Chris Paul to my Blake Griffin. You set the lob, and I cook Whoa. instead of dunk. Look at this. Look, he brings the sports yeah. in. Is, is he like this at work too? Yes. 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 Really? Okay. Okay. So he, I mean, he, he keeps people on their toes. Well, guys, it does. It does look like we're we've reached the end of our program. I want to I want to thank you guys for being here. Thank I gotta you. I got to go everybody. get something to eat. I'm starving now. I know. I'm I'm, I am kind of hungry now. And you know what? I, I I'm actually gonna. So my brother, obviously owning the food truck, he lives here in Austin. He's never taken me to any of these places, so I'm gonna have oh, to give him a hard time. Yeah. yeah. So Rishi, if you're listening. I'm on yeah, to you Richie, now. get on it. Yeah, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. So, so obviously these places can all be found online. If mm-hmm. our listeners want to want to follow up, you guys need to write, the, listen to the podcast again. Write down the places that you that you liked. Look them up. Quesos is spelled with a K. Quesos is spelled with a K. Sandy's hamburgers, bar peached peach tortilla, Gordo's Olame and Maggie Louise confections, Mrs. Johnson's and El Coqui. El Coqui. Well, that is all the time we have for this episode of the State Bar of Texas podcast, brought to you by LaPe. Yay! Thank you, LaPe. Thank you, LaPe. Thank you. This is this is where the staff guys come in. They all they, they all have our back. So, LaPe, you got lots of love today. Also, thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. I'm Rocky Deer. Until next time, stay hungry, my friends. Thank you for listening. <laughs> If you'd like more information about today's show, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Go to TexasBar.com slash podcasts. Subscribe via Apple Podcasts and RSS. Find both the State Bar of Texas and Legal Talk Network on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Or download the free app from Legal Talk Network in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, the State Bar of Texas, Legal Talk Network, or their respective officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, or subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.